3: Yo,
4: yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne Tha God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Good morning.
3: Yes, it is. What's happening? How's everybody feeling this
4: morning? Oh, man. It's wonderful. It's amazing. I'm feeling good. Hopefully That's right. You guys That's right. are two. Yeah,
5: I had a Come great one. Come on, man. We yesterday. alive.
4: Oh, not we breathing. Not only that, play, we healthy. Play we my above my ground. Song. Play my song. Hello, J. Cole. Now turn it up. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It is such a celebration today. Now, how many anniversaries you and Gear gonna have now? You just had one. This is the big one. This is 20. This is 20 years. But I thought y'all just celebrated 20 years a week ago. No, 20 years is today. May 13th is 20 years. I thought y'all got mother- married on Mother's Day. We did, but it was on the 13th. You know,
5: Mother's Day changes, it changes.
4: every oh, year at the same time every year. <laughs> okay, 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 yes. that calendar thing. All yes, right. that okay, calendar okay. thing, yeah. So it's been 20 okay. years today that we've been married. I know a lot of couples, a lot of people haven't made it. Uh, it's you know, Haven't made it? Haven't made it. Oh, haven't made it. That. Gotcha. Much. And you know, uh, a marriage is very difficult. You have your ups, your downs, your lefts, your rights. Uh, it's a lot. Life. you got to continue working on it. But well, we made 20 mm-hmm. years today. We've been together 26 years and married 20, man.
5: Man, I got to give it up Congratulations. to Gia I got to
4: give it up to Gia, too, man. Yeah. Give a round of applause, drop a bomb for her. Congratulations. Do. Oh, my goodness. It feels so It was so good waking up this morning saying, baby, happy anniversary. I love you. I wonder well, how I know. many I times that.
5: in that 20 years Gia has had to wusa.
4: I'm sure every day. <laughs> I'm sure every day. Then we I know. prayed I, I, and then I, I went I, to I, work. I, I, hmm? I better get that same energy
3: this year. It'll be eleven years for us, okay?
5: Wait, but how right. long have you been married?
3: Eleven years. You've <laughs> <laughs> been married eleven years. Whether 11. we like it or not, all three of us have been married for. Well, it'll be eleven years this year. Yeah. Okay. So I better get that same energy. All right. I want the song. I want the Tony, Tony, Tony playing yeah, that in the background. In Twenty
5: years.
4: But you're not going to get the kiss in the morning or the prayer. In yes. The morning. Uh, why not? You get the why prayer. Not? I give you the prayer. I want the kiss too. This is giving Give wrong. me the air kiss. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. <laughs> All right, you give, you give, you give me an air kiss. Stop the music. You give me an air kiss right now. I just did. You didn't it hear it? No, do it again. I'm not in the studio, so you can't see it, but it's in the air. This is awkward. Just put man. your lips in it. Just, just put your lips in the air; it'll find you. This is awkward, man. Goodness gracious! Well, good morning, guys. Yes, well, it's congratulations,
3: though. No, congratulations. Marriage is, um, I mean, marriage is a, is a is a test. I'm not, I'm not even gonna say marriage is a test. It's just life. It is life. Marriage really does represent life. It represents the ups, the downs, mm-hmm. the ebbs, the flows. It just is what it is. That to find a life partner, yes. somebody to do this life thing
4: with for. Twenty years, absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah, yes. that's an accomplishment. That's incredible. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I can't wait to celebrate more and more and more. It's just, it's just a great. Like I said, I woke up this morning very happy. Uh, you should should be that way. What if it was like,
5: way. man, I put my twenty years in,
4: and it's over? <laughs> <laughs> that would be sad. That would be sad. That's why I want to see all these, these marriages <laughs> and all these couples together. And they, you know, they're together twenty-six years or fifteen years, and then they decide to call it quits. I I always wonder what was the reason after all that time.
3: After all that time, why? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. How about how about we just go our separate ways without a divorce? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's let's not do the business like, dang. Okay, you know, my put parents in 20... are
5: divorced and they still live together.
3: That's weird.
5: They got divorced after I graduated from college. Did I they think they in... were just
3: waiting.
4: Do they sleep in the same bed?
5: I, I don't know because I don't live there. What?
4: <laughs>
3: I would love to I would love to dig deeper on that. I would love yeah. to know what that means. I would love I to think, know what
4: it means to be divorced but still live together. Yeah, I, I think some people, people are just very other?
5: used to each other. You got to think my mom got married when she was 19,
4: but they still go on trips and everything together.
5: Yeah, they do cuz you know what it is, I guess like their family is a very intertwined. Yeah, but why that's get so they They've been if they married they stay for, together. Yeah, they were married for I'm, so long, like maybe like 20 something years.
3: So do they date other people? That's what I would like to know. I would like to know what does that mean to be divorced
4: but still be in the same house? Like, hey, I'm going on a date, honey. All right, be Dad, back. Yeah, call us up. <laughs> I mean, maybe they just like to have sex with each other. They're comfortable having sex with each other.
5: I didn't say they have sex with each other. That <laughs> doesn't mean that. I think people end up being like roommates sometimes in a marriage, right? Because some marriages are like, well, we've been together for 25 years. We have this house together. It's convenient. I don't know.
1: Yeah,
3: you- now, now, we was giving people hell for being roommates when they, over, uh, they both <laughs> oh, over 30. <laughs> what do we, we say about your
4: parents Goodness here? gracious. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What we talking about?
5: Uh, let's talk about in Ohio, they are giving five people $1 million. We'll tell you what you have to do.
4: Really? All right. We'll get into that. Next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. When we starting
5: Well, in Ohio, five vaccinated Ohioans will get a million dollars each. There's a new lottery they've announced, and it's one of the largest financial incentives to combat declining demand for the COVID-19 vaccine. I got vaccinated in Ohio.
4: Did you get thrown into a lottery? I hope so. I doubt
3: it. Yeah, I don't think they should associate the vaccine with, 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 with a lottery because people already think they're taking a risk and taking a gamble now, right? So why would you associate it with a lottery?
5: Well, some people think not taking the vaccine is taking a risk.
3: Yeah. And a lot of people think taking the right, vaccine is taking either a or. risk. So why so associate? You still
5: have a choice. Like you can get vaccinated or you cannot get vaccinated, but it's guess yeah. like it's a, just an incentive.
3: That's just foolish. Cause I can go buy a, a $1 million lottery ticket. How about, how about pay the people some cash for real? If you're going to do that. That's not really a real incentive. I'm going to put you in the lottery for a million dollars. Well, it's like, like one okay. in
4: one trillion chance. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's... A lottery ticket's well, like no, a dollar. I, don't think it, I don't,
5: It's not an act, It's a vaccine lottery. It's only oh, it's for all... people who get vaccinated. It's not like they're you entering sure? you in the lottery. So yeah. it's just
3: the vaccine people? Yeah. It was only five people. Gonna be in this lottery?
5: Yes. No, no, no. Five people will get a million dollars each. It's a COVID nineteen vaccine lottery. So only the
4: people that took the vaccine. So it might only be like a thousand people. Right. So let's say a thousand people get vaccinated. How many times can you get vaccinated? Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know that. They made it sound like the Mega
3: Millions of the Powerball. Yeah, they were just. So how many people in Ohio have gotten vaccinated so far? Uh,
5: I'm not sure how many people. Well, it says over 4.8 million people have gotten at least one dose so far.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I like them meeting people with where they are. I just don't know how I feel about this. It just feels it feels janky for some reason. Hey, come take this vaccine, and we'll put you in a lottery
4: for a million dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what if, you were, going to, if, to if me. you were going to take it, I mean, yeah, if you're going to do it anyway, why not? You it. could
5: potentially win a million dollars.
4: Yeah, because I got mine in but if, Jersey, but I ain't getting no. But if if I'm the going- money
5: is coming from existing federal COVID-19 relief funds, according to the governor. So the other things that they're doing is for some students, they're going to have five winners who will get a full four-year scholarship to a state of Ohio university, which includes tuition, room and board and books.
3: Yeah, because if I was going to take it anyway, I wouldn't need any incentive. So I don't know. It just feels janky to me.
5: Some people are also on the fence. Mm
3: -hmm. Right.
5: And they might be like, "Mm, you know what? I am going to take it because I think people are still debating. Some people are like not against it. Right. But that doesn't mean they wouldn't do it, you know. All right, now uh, let's talk about this Times Square shooting. I know you guys discussed this briefly the other day. Mm -hmm. And we were discussing um, Farrakhan Muhammad is his name. He was arrested yesterday. Now, he was in Times Square. (laughs) Stop, I know. Come
3: on, who made that name name up? That's not real. Come on, media. Stop.
5: No, this is real name. So the victims of the shooting in Times Square, it was a 23-year-old female tourist from Rhode Island, a 43-year-old woman from New Jersey, and a 4-year-old girl from Brooklyn. It happened on Saturday in Times Square. Two to four men got into a dispute. One person pulled out a gun and opened fire. Three people were injured. What was interesting about this story was the police did find a man that looked just like him, and it turned out it was the guy's brother. And his brother was the one that told investigators that he was the intended target in the shooting, actually. So the motive is still under investigation, but they said that Muhammad and the women that he was there with were CD vendors.
4: Yeah, I heard there was uh, a argument First of all, like I didn't CDs. know people
5: still sell CDs. Yeah, and they said made like
4: CDs and stuff in, in pocketbooks. They was, you know, I guess the space. They Who were has CDs? When's over. the last
5: time you bought a CD? I
4: don't know. <laughs> you, uh, you don't, but them guys in Times
3: Square be still selling <laughs> CDs and they need to step <laughs> their hustle up, okay? That's I probably exactly hard what hard drives. Was, you something. know when they
4: be rapping and they be coming to you mad aggressive in Times Square? I wonder if that was the reason why. Cause they be mad aggressive in Times Square.
5: They try to give you a CD and then charge you for it after.
4: Yeah, when you take it, they be like, ah, oh, that's $10. they be like, here,
5: here, here, I got a music. And then you're like, okay, okay. Like, if you're a tourist, you might not understand the hustle. And then as soon as you take it, all right, that's going to be $10. And you're like, what?
3: Wow. <laughs> all I know is don't try to tie this to the NOI or the Nation of Islam, okay? That was one isolated incident because I've never heard of a man named Farrakhan Muhammad in my life. What's his middle name? Who, to, to Hussein Bin Laden? Like, what the hell? I'm that sure sounds crazy. A lot
5: of people named Farrakhan now.
4: All right. Well,
3: I, I I know the last name. I've never seen the first name.
4: Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
2: Wake up, wake up. Wake your
0: ass. This is your time to get it off your
6: chest.
0: Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast
6: Club. Hello, Who's this? Hi, this is Mel. This is DJ Envy.
4: This is Mel? Mel. Mel. Mel, what up, man? Get it off your chest. Good morning.
6: No, um, good morning, Dr. Charlemagne. Good morning, Angela Yee. He's I'm a Long-time listener every day. Donkey of the Day is my stuff. But um, Thank you, brother. I live with a female like, hey. for nine years. And we've been together, well, we worked together for nine years. But I live with her. And I sleep in the living room, and she sleeps in her room. And I wake up. I wake her up every day at four o'clock in the morning just to use the bathroom because she might, you know, pee in the bed.
0: What? So y'all He's roommates? In the
6: bed. Yeah, we basically roommates. You could say that.
3: Y'all don't, y'all don't have sex or anything like that. No relationship. No, sir.
5: This is my dad. Wow. <laughs> this <is> my dad.
3: <laughs> what's the reason so though? Like, I mean, is it for, for financial years, reasons?
6: Though. or so what's ago, the reason y'all still roommates? Because her twin daughters, we have been in their life since they were babies. So she don't want to be with nobody else. She wants to be with somebody else, but she don't want to bring another guy into the relationship. It's comfortable she for her. That something might happen because um, Damn. they have a special uh disability. They uh, partially deaf. got it. Got you. So she don't really That's want you. She
4: just wants you around the kids. She ra- she'd rather see somebody else.
5: She feels comfortable with you.
4: Yes. Okay. And you. So what like about if you want to date somebody yeah, else? Does she want to date somebody else? You?
6: That's the thing. She tells me it's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go out and I'm spend the night out, or. She gives me, like, you basically say a curfew. If you're not home by 1130,
3: I already
6: know you spend your night out. So, how, how old are you, I'm going to be honest
3: with you. What I DJ? How old are you, sir? Uh, 37. Hey. Yeah, this you This sounds like the story you tell other women because you know you got a girl. So you'd be like, no, nah, I don't really got a girl. You know what I'm saying? But we just live together. You know, her kids got special needs. So I just take care of the kids. But we're not really together. That's This yeah. sounds like the story you tell other women.
6: No, not really.
5: Yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't call up here and lie to us. uh, Why
3: not? No, I'm not lying. I'm (laughs) lying to 100.
5: No. Yeah, no, I believe you. That's what I'm saying. It's an unusual enragement, but people do get, like, comfortable with someone. They're scared to move on. I always say that some people get comfortable in being like in a dysfunctional relationship. But he
1: seems
4: trapped though. Is this girl? Yeah, so yeah. They, like, 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 you can't see other people. Right. No, no. She, she can't, can't see, see other people. Like that. She said, "I want to see other people. I don't want to be with you, but I just got you around because you go with the kids." Like he sounds like he. No, trapped. she, but
3: she, but she told him if he, can, if he stays out till past eleven thirty,
4: I she, know you're with somebody she, else, and so don't, don't come back. Door. Like, what kind of sense is that? Come That's on crazy. now. Well, Candace, good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you? I'm hey. doing
4: well. Get it off your chest, Mama.
1: Um, I would like to say, congratulate you for your 20 year anniversary. Congratulate um, Charlemagne for being a doctor, darling. Um, Thank you. Angela, you you Thank are you. just amazing. Thank you know are I mean? amazing. And there's nothing like finding your life partner, your best friend. I would like to also shout out my king because you've been, and June will be married in 10 years. So I'm nice. happy about that. We don't got nothing on you and, and, and your wife for
4: 20 years. <laughs> Not yet. You'll be there I soon. Mean, it's just time.
3: There's all time. they got on you is time. That's, That's right, all. mama.
1: Yeah, wait, a minute. wait Wait, 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 wait. One more thing. I would like to say, you know, just a reminder because I called last week and I appreciate y'all putting me on y'all platform. I also would like to say, is mental health mine? So make sure y'all do your check-ins with your family and friends because we need people sometimes to check on us. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to follow me at My Peace, My Truth. And make sure that y'all buy, you know, your shirt so you can speak out against mental health.
4: Okay. Thank you, Mama. Absolutely. Thank you. Get
1: it off your chest, 800
4: 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
0: Breakfast Club. (laughs) This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
4: Hello, who's this?
1: This is Ella. Hey, Ella. Good morning. Get it off your chest. So, you guys are just talking about the lotto in Ohio.
4: Yes. And I'm, yep.
1: and I'm just like, it's not really clear because I'm in the medical field
7: and I already received my vaccination. So, am I still going to be put in the lotto also? And you know, the incentive for people who haven't.
5: Yeah, I think the issue is that the vaccination numbers have dropped, so they're trying to encourage people to get vaccinated. Yeah, so
1: that still doesn't let me know. Is my name going to be put
5: in
7: the drawing, or where do I get
5: my <laughs> <laughs> Well, it has well, you have to have it had at least the first dose, starting May, and it starts May 26th. I've had both.
3: Mm. Well, I don't think you're eligible. They don't yeah. need you. They got you already. Yeah.
5: Well, no, no, it says, let's see, let's see. The state is going to draw names. From the state's publicly available voter registration database. You can also sign up through an online portal. Mm-hmm.
7: Okay, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna check in today. But they're saying the phone just... is coming from COVID relief money. I shouldn't um, some of that over to unemployment because I'm still waiting on my unemployment
3: money. <laughs> <laughs> well, luck, Wait a minute now. But, so, yeah, so hold on. They're anyway, dipping into the COVID relief money to pay y'all? That's what they
5: say. That is what they That's said. That's so
3: whack. That, that, but that, that, doesn't that let you know that they aren't using the COVID relief money for the right things <laughs> right. now? That's They've got a million, million dollars right? to give that, away.
5: That could right. definitely be used in another way.
1: In another way. Completely.
3: Like, like you said, that time. could be going to unemployment benefits.
1: I mean, I, I'm waiting three weeks for unemployment payments. I've already gotten another job.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: you know what though? It's going to
5: It's going to feel good when all that money come in at once.
3: That's so whack. Well, you get a you get a you get a bunch of money for the people and you sit sit around and come up with the bright idea. I know what we could do. We you can create $5 a lottery. A
5: million dollars. No.
3: Put that money where it should be going anyway.
4: Not no damn lottery. Hello, who's this?
3: Hey, this is Derek.
4: Hey, Derek, get it off your chest.
6: Yeah, I feel like you know, when y'all do the dunk you all tell y'all should give it to yourselves Why? I have. Okay, because yesterday when y'all were talking about the guy that was in the courtroom, what difference
3: does it make what race he is? Okay, that means you're racist. (laughs) All right, I'm about to play a game right now. What's your name? My name Derek. Where are you from? I'm from Louisiana. All right, right. Derek from Louisiana. Mad that we play a game of guess what race it is. Guess Guess what what race race he is! is. I'll go first.
4: Lame ass I'll go second. Lame ass -ass ass.
5: Um, now I don't want to say a race because I don't want to be racist.
4: Derek, what race is You say
3: lame-ass person. <laughs> what,
6: what, what, what different, what different, what race
3: I am?
5: He sounds Asian to
3: Derek. me. <laughs> Derek, is, <laughs> Derek, it's just a game. It's Derek,
5: a game, are you Derek. Asian?
4: No, I ain't Asian. Are you white? <laughs> why are you so mad this morning, Derek? You have breakfast? You do sound Caucasian, Derek. Are you white? No, I ain't white. Derek, what's the problem, are you Latino, Latino, Why you so Derek? mad? Why Dr- I woke you woke up angry this morning? Drama thinks you're Latino. Are you Latino? I'm not a I'm not no Latino. I'm
6: not angry. I'm just saying because that's crazy. Why would you want to sit there and guess what race somebody is, man? That means you
4: race. Y'all. He, definitely he, he definitely sounds Derek, Asian. He definitely sounds Asian. Derek, so
3: you ain't never, hold on, Derek. So you've never identified somebody by their race ever in your life. You've never said, oh, that's such and such. He's white. That's such and such. He's black. That's such and such. He's he Spanish. He doesn't
5: see color. No. But, well, what difference does it make? Right, Derek? What's Tell what's him, what's him you don't you see color. Here?
3: So you telling me, Derek, oh, you've never identified anybody by their race ever in life?
1: Nope. Right. There, Derek, repeat up to after me. Now. I don't see.
3: Only a would tell a bold faced lie like that. Well, oh, no, the white man too. But
6: God damn. Okay, so I, oh, oh oh so so I guess now you upset now because? But I feel like you should get the dunk today because you being racist. No,
4: but
5: Derek, color, Happy what? Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. This month is AAPI Month. Derek, so. what,
4: what race is Charlamagne?
3: No, no, Derek, what, what race is your wife, Derek? <laughs> What difference does it make? There you go. I'm just asking. John, I'm just asking. John, man, what, what, what race is your wife, Derek? What difference what does it make? Yeah, you got you it. it. You just got answer it. the question. I just it. want to know. It's just, Act like it's the census. What race is your wife?
6: The same race as yours.
3: Nope, mine is black. He loves his white wife. I tell you got John, a white leave wife. Him
4: alone, man. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, Derek. You have a good morning, man. I know.
5: It was a pleasure talking to you.
3: It was
4: not. <laughs> Say good morning to that <laughs> white queen for us, man. <laughs> Derek,
3: Yeah. All right, man. All right, yeah. Tell, you, tell, your, tell, your white, tell your white wife we said hello. We send our regards. We wish y'all the best, my brother. Derek mad at
4: y'all, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know he mad at Dr. Umar Johnson, too. But all right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. And let me shout out to all the post office workers. Yesterday, I was out in Queens, and a post office worker pulled me over. Well, then pulled me over, but pulled over. And says she listens every morning. And she says she mad at Charlemagne when Charlemagne don't do the yo, 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 because she looks forward to it. And she also says she's driving to Atlanta. I, went, I was in New York yesterday to come to the car show. So good morning to all the post office she's workers. are driving I'm the good. post office truck? Tell
3: her, don't be like uh, Lucky and Janet Jackson and... Um Poetic
5: <laughs> justice. Listen, maybe she could put the uh, postal truck in the car show.
4: That'd be dope. U.S. Post Office, if you want to sponsor my car <laughs> show, hit me
5: up Um right They now. need money, actually, Envy. You're uh-huh. going to ask them exactly. for money. Might as well exactly. take $5 million from Ohio, too, from their <laughs> COVID <laughs> relief fund. Ohio,
4: if you want to put that on the skin. We got rumors on the way?
5: Yes, and I really want to start off with J. Cole's freestyle, but I feel like, yeah, we might got to do that. Where's Trav? Because that J. Cole freestyle yesterday was amazing.
4: All right, we'll get into it next. Is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, next hour, Kathy Hughes will be joining us. Now, Kathy Hughes. The legendary Kathy Hughes. She is the uh, founder of Radio 1. Which is, which
5: is now Urban 1. Uh, now,
4: known as Urban 1. She's a radio TV personality, business g- executive. Uh, she's an she's icon. She's a boss. She's so, when you legend. watch
5: TV 1, when you, uh, you know, Radio 1, obviously, is still under that umbrella. Bossip. A whole bunch she's of different websites, boss. media sites. Yes.
4: Yeah, we're gonna be talking she's to her. A and she's boss. a black woman. Yes, she's a boss. Period in every sense of the word. Absolutely. And We're gonna be talking to her next hour. Now let's get to the rumors, though. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on rumor, rumor. Breakfast Club.
0: So listen up. Nah, 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 nah,
1: nah.
5: All right. Do y'all know who the highest-paid athlete is in the world right now for cool. 2020? I'm sure
3: it's a soccer player.
5: Wrong. I don't know
3: who. LeBron James. Not okay.
5: Wrong. Steph LeBron Curry. James was actually number five on that list. Steph Curry. Uh, Steph Curry did not make the top ten last year.
4: Floyd didn't. Who's fight number last one? Year. Uh,
5: nope. Floyd's not on the list in the top ten. Um, Come
1: Pat on, Mahomes. Guys. Pat Mahomes.
5: Nope, not on the list either. Oh.
1: Who is
4: it? That's why
5: we you hey! do the show. Who is it? Hey! Baseball, right? Calm down. Is it baseball? It's not baseball.
4: It? It's gotta be soccer. It's
5: Conor McGregor.
4: Uh Really? See? Kind of, oh, because of the liquor?
5: He made a hundred and eighty million dollars. He mm-hmm. made a hundred and fifty-eight million outside the Atacan. Yes, mm-hmm. overwhelmingly because of the uh, sale of his proper twelve Irish whiskey.
3: Well, see, I don't. The reason I don't, I don't like that is because that's not even an endorsement. I think that when they do these athlete numbers, it should be based off their salary and the endorsement deals they get because of the sport they play, not because of their outside business ventures. Because if that's the case, I mean. I'm sure Floyd would probably still be number one, or even LeBron, or Magic Johnson, for that matter. But they count all those. Michael they? Jordan.
5: Well, this is just for last year, though. You got to understand. Yeah, he's
3: kind of right. Nobody think. beat Michael Jordan.
5: Because every year, I would the think all change. of them made more
3: money than uh, kind of last unless, year, unless they say maybe. Active, they mean,
5: active right active, now, though. These yeah. are people who are still.
3: If it's active, I get it. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
3: Mm, I still would say LeBron. You don't think LeBron made more than 180 million dollars? He last made 96.5 million
5: five last
3: year. Out of he's this. number five. Mm. Okay.
5: Dak Prescott yeah, was don't... number four. Cristiano Ronaldo was number three. Lionel Messi was number two.
3: Yeah, I just I don't like it. Especially if liquor, liquor ain't got nothing to do with athletics. Yeah, like, but I mean, whatever. it happens on the list for hip-hop. It happens
5: on the highest-paid actor list. Yeah, You know, George Clooney made that when he sold because uh, of Casamigos. Obviously, Diddy because yeah. of Ciroc and Deleon. So you can't not mm. count it Dr. Dre because of Beats by Dre. I mean, it is what it is, right? Alright, now, um, J. Cole, you know every hour we gotta play a snippet of this freestyle that he did on the L.A. Leakers. It is absolutely amazing. So here is, and we're gonna do this chronologically every hour, here he is freestyling over 93 till infinity.
2: This is chess, better check your ball. Who gave the world more fire but got less reward? No stress, my only guess is that less is more. More or less, 100 G's in my dresser draw. Ooh. I'm blessed, hope I arrest, don't arrest me for it, I'm new to it. My new crib, got the Times Square view to it. My two bitches lay in my bed, I'm used to it that's your best friend giving me hey, now you do it see mommy it's not so weird after i hit i cut you off like picasso air yeah. van gogh or whoever goddamn cole you're too clever like a nigga. james brown sample you're too ever times two that's forever more treble meaning more high-end it's sh- on your level
3: all right
5: okay j cole we're getting ready for this release tomorrow i guess tonight at midnight
3: Mhm yeah that was a dope freestyle. I enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of rappers from Cole's generation don't do that too often, so it was refreshing to hear. I, I thought Cole was married though, with he kids. Yes.
5: why freestyle. he rapping about smashing so many chicks? It's probably old stuff. Entertainment.
3: He just, just did saying, that freestyle. Recently. I don't like that though. I don't. Honestly, you hear what drama says, is just entertainment. I don't want to hear it's just entertainment. Not from Cole. It's a certain level of realness yeah. I expect from certain artists, and Cole is one of them. So I don't want him just to be saying things because it sounds entertaining. Well,
5: maybe he. Like, is. I was confused. No, I doubt
4: it. But I. I, I, I don't I, I, even I look do at like J. Cole. Cole
5: like that type of person for some. That's one. what I'm
4: saying. I'm I was wish confused. wish I would on this one. Not from Cole. Like maybe it's my. Oh, oh it no! It sounded dope to me though. Come you on, sound dope.
5: You sound like those old white ladies
4: who used to protest and burn TV
8: and stomping out <laughs> in the street. Y'all going to protest houses. outside the no, station?
4: No, no, they didn't lie. Luke didn't lie. Luke was really smacking asses back then. Nobody's saying anything about lying. If, <laughs> no if, if you lying, that's trash. And, that's and not from cold. Co- but
3: it's Cole. It's Cole. Hmm. I respect a certain level of realness. Expect a certain level of realness from, from Jake Cole. You know I'm what
5: sure I mean? he's so done that in confused. his life, though. Like I'm sure he's done that I, in his lifetime. I was just lifetime.
3: Mm -hmm. I was just listening like, damn, I thought Cole was married with kids. But I I really like J. Cole's rollout, okay, from the music he put out last week to the documentary to the freestyles to announcing he's playing, you know, ball in Africa to cover a slam. It's very calculated but very organic. Well, anyway, we we got to keep
5: it moving, though, because we do have front-page news coming up. I do want to remind you to pay your taxes because he did mention the IRS and taxes are due on Monday because we had that extension. All right, and that is your rumor report.
4: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. All right, front-page news. You already teased. We'll be back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast
0: Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
5: Angela here, and the General Insurance understands that stuff happens, including lapses in auto coverage. At the General, they make it easy to get reinstated and will work with you to keep you covered. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com to find out more. Some restrictions apply.
4: Oh, and I don't want to. Hey, hey me. morning, everybody! It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What well, we start with you?
5: Well, let's talk about Vivian Cunningham. She is a grandmother, great grandmother, and now she has just graduated from college. She graduated from Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama, on May eighth. Here's what she said: I really felt
7: great. I might go for the masters, but I was I'm, I'm going to. Rest for a while. <laughs> but If you have a dream and you're passionate about that dream, pursue it. Don't let anyone tell you that it can be done. There you She's go.
4: 78 never- no. years old. No. 78? hmm Never too late. Congratulations. It's girl. never too
3: late to do anything except for rap. You know what I'm saying? If you're a 78-year-old rapper, nobody's going to take you serious. Well, I don't know, You'll only, only go viral because you're old. Angela, you'll drop a bomb to you. But you
4: only go viral if it's dope. Is dope. That's it.
5: If it's dope, it's dope. But listen, has um.
4: As long as you spit in your truth, man.
5: What if Jay Z, when he what if Jay Z, when he turns, <laughs> turns seventy eight, puts out a rap? Yeah. It could be dope. He's
3: been rapping. I'm talking about a person who just starts
4: rapping. Oh, okay, at seven Start eight years. rapping. They their truth. Me and Ben gay. Epsom salt. <laughs> Wait,
5: did you just say you and Ben are gay? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't know how much time I got left. Might yeah, die in the booth.
5: <laughs> Might die in the booth.
4: It's the realest I ever wrote.
5: All right, Chick Fil A is facing a sauce shortage. What? Yes.
4: No.
5: Too much sauce. They've what? been giving away too much sauce. Yeah. So apparently, they're limiting out uh, the number of sauce they're giving to customers because of that limited stock. So now you only get one dipping sauce cup per item ordered.
4: That's crazy. What they, the hell? They've been
3: on? they have been stingy with the sauce for a minute though. No, I they mean, haven't. Maybe it's, yes, they have. Maybe it's been going on for a while, and they just uh letting us know because they've been stingy
4: with it. You gotta, I think you gotta pay for anything extra more than one. No, not no. that's McDonald's, not a Chick-fil-A. They're so nice. They give it to you. What they're they so need? nice. Yeah, I got a drawer full what of uh, sauces.
8: Oh, well, that's why problem. we have a shortage. Yeah. You know,
5: Envy be causing all kinds of shortages. We had a gas shortage because Envy's daughter went and filled up all the cars with <laughs> gas. Now we got a Chick-fil-A shortage because oh. Envy got them all oh. at home in a drawer. Shoot.
3: I wonder what causes a Chick-fil-A sauce shortage, though. Because, I mean, they're making it, right?
5: Mm-hmm. People
3: like Envy. I yeah, wonder what it causes it too, the shortage. It like, guys sold but it's a supply
5: create. it's a supply chain issue. It's limited stock right now. Mm. So they're trying to work to fix this uh, pretty quickly. A lot of fast food restaurants have been hit pretty hard because of labor shortage, supply chain issues. For instance, right? Ketchup packets. That was in short supply as well.
4: I got mad ketchup packets in my drawer See too. See what
5: I mean? <laughs> Envy's a hoarder. And some of them packets probably years old, <laughs>
4: Yeah, I know. So I had to throw some of them out the other day because it was just mad old. You know what? I, you know what? I, that They don't give me a lot of... never mind. What? Duck sauce. I cannot get duck sauce. Every time there's... I cannot... They don't give extra packets of duck sauce and they charge you for every one. All, All right. I right. y'all
3: eat terribly. You said McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, uh-huh. Chinese food. That's why you got titties, bro. I ain't got titties.
5: <laughs> All right. Now, Bitcoin has dropped around 12% after Elon Musk tweeted out that Tesla will not accept it as payment. So um, they said that... The high environmental cost is the reason for that move. He said, we're concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially coal, which has the worst emissions of any fuel. Cryptocurrency is a good idea on many levels, and we believe it has a promising future. But this cannot come at great cost to the environment. Now, hold on.
3: Didn't we just didn't I think somebody in the room cited Tesla is that you can use Bitcoin and cryptocurrency with Tesla? Dogecoin. Doge Doge or Dogecat
4: coin. Oh, okay. Well, he so you had, can't use cryptocurrency for Tesla. No, you can't use Bitcoin. You did at one point. Huh? Bitcoin is the type That's of... That's what I said. I, no, you said I thought, cryptocurrency. I thought
3: at one... Man, confused. I'm confused. Man. Cryptocurrency... I thought Elon Musk said you could pay for Tesla's He was with asking for people to use uh, Dogecoin. Dogecoin. But
5: he, was, he did a poll asking if uh, they wanted Tesla to accept Doge. But Doge is a type of Bitcoin.
4: Right. No, Doge is the That's type what I of thought. cryptocurrency. I, I thought Bitcoin was cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. It's cryptocurrency, and there's cryptocurrency. There's Bitcoin. There's Dogecoin, There's Safe BTC. Jim Jones. I Capo think cryptocurrency coin, is a Soldier
5: Big umbrella over everything.
4: Mm-hmm. No, no, I think cryptocurrency. I don't know. Cryptocurrency um, is so not- yeah, cryptocurrency is the currency.
5: Yes, yeah, the umbrella over everything. Yeah. It's yeah. All yes, all cryptocurrency. And
4: then under it is Bitcoin. I'm gonna get an Envy Coin, Dramos Coin, Charlemagne <laughs> Buck Coin, Angel. None y- of y'all coin. know what
3: y'all are talking about. Nope. So the moral of the story is he's not taking it
4: no more. There you go. Bitcoin, he's not taking. Bitcoin, he's not taking. <laughs> but he goes, he's still man, taking. Shut up, man. <laughs>
5: you asked the information. Bitcoin I you is shut a up? type of cryptocurrency. That's exactly. what I said. I said that first.
4: One of y'all will have to flip. Ebony, you said that there's cryptocurrency. <laughs> there's Bitcoin. No, I that... said cryptocurrency <laughs> is hey, the name of the cryptocurrency. One of y'all currency. flip the
3: Bitcoin Under. to see who get the ball, please. One of y'all flip the Bitcoin <laughs> to see who get the ball.
5: All right. Well, okay. that is your Next. front page news.
3: Yes, you learned nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. But we've been saying that. We said we, right we don't know. i am telling you right now, you can't buy a
5: Tesla news. with Bitcoin. That's all. You need don't,
4: to know. Don't come to the Breakfast Club <laughs> for news. No. Okay. There <laughs> you go. You get a couple of rumors that might be true or not, but hey, yeah, you know, we appreciate well, you guys.
3: It's just It's just entertainment. We're trying.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, when we come back, Kathy Hughes will be joining us. She is the founder of Radio One, entrepreneur, uh, radio personality, TV. She's personality a black-owned executive, boss. Executive, and she is a boss. And we're gonna talk to her when we come black-owned back. Black-owned boss. That's right. So don't move. us the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest joining us this morning. She is the founder of the media company Radio One. Now, I believe it's called Urban One. Uh, legend. I
3: mean, this is this is a legend. This woman right here is an icon. I mean, you know, because we in the radio industry, so you know, I, I I look at her different.
4: Absolutely, a legend,
7: ladies and gentlemen, Kathy Hughes. Good morning. What an honor to be on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> I've watched all three of you, the careers of all three of you. I I was so excited when I learned that they were going to put the three of you together because each of you had such a distinguished career individually, but together powerhouse, nothing but pure and power. Thank you so very honored much. To be you. Yeah, so true.
5: You know, Miss Hughes, I have to ask you early on, what really gave you your drive to know that you could do something that really had never been done before as a woman, as a black woman, you know, in this world to feel like, okay, I can start my own radio station.
7: Well, part of uh, what we're going to talk about this morning, Urban One Honors, is featuring the music of my mother. My mother was a founding member of the International Sweethearts of Rhythm, the number one all women's 18 piece uh, orchestra in the 1930s and 40s. So I had 18 Black women um, who later became international. There were white women who had joined the group, Asian women, um, Spanish women, but I saw these women who started off as teenagers. Much like you, uh, Angela, even as teenagers, they were progressive, Uh, they were bold, they were unafraid to rock the boat. And we're talking about the height of Jim Crow and segregation in the United States. They're on a bus uh, performing and touring the South. So I grew up in an atmosphere of, you can do whatever you think you want to do. So at age eight, when my mother bought me a transistor radio I decided at age eight that I wanted to be in media. I wanted to be in radio. I wanted to have my voice amplified and much like you. I didn't just want to play music. I wanted to tell people things that would help them improve their everyday lives.
3: No, you definitely did. You know, um, I always say, you know, uh, one of the four people who inspired me the most in this entertainment business is, is, is one of them is a radio personality named uh, Petey Green. Petey Green wouldn't oh. have had his voice if it, if it wasn't for y'all, right?
7: Listen, uh, Petey Green, you know, was my former husband's best friend. De- Dewey Hughes discovered him. It's interesting to, his, to this day, both Don Cheeto and Taraji P. Henson both tell me that their favorite roles of all the things mm-hmm. that they've done talk to me. in movies and television was talk to me. They said that because, st- I mean, Petey was a third grade dropout And I mean, 10,000 people came to his funeral, much like DMX's celebration in uh, New York. But I mean, he spoke at Georgetown University. He spoke at Notre Dame. He was truly a genius who had he had other circumstances in his life. Petey probably would have been co-hosting with you all on the Breakfast <laughs> Club, okay? He had that level of talent. He was just before his time. He was so young when, um you know, he died, but alcoholism really took him out and, and a whole assortment of, you know, being in, he was in prison more of his life than he was on the outside world, and yet the impact that he had. So I'm glad that you're a Petey Green fan. Oh, well, no, I
5: before Envy gets out of here, I want to make sure we talk about Howard University a little bit and the role that that played and where you are today. Because Envy did go to NHU, he went to Hampton, you know, and I know you guys have a, a little friendly I see,
7: I see the sign. Competition,
5: <laughs> but what happened at Howard that helped shape your future?
7: Howard University uh, actually produced me uh, when I received an honorary um, um, degree from them before I was blessed with them naming their school of communications in my honor. They used to, when they would introduce me, they would say that she's our most successful graduate. Who never attended Howard University <laughs> because they actually groomed me okay when Dr. Cheek who was then the president of Howard asked me if I was interested in being the general manager of the Howard University station WHUR I said to him I would love the opportunity but I don't know how to do it so Howard literally sent me to Harvard for six weeks to take a course called broadcast management that's really? how I learned how to manage broadcasting facilities was because Howard invested in me. Uh, they groomed me. they It was such a blessing. Uh, I had a choice of coming to be on the faculty of Howard University or going to be the EEO director for Stanford. When I went to California, to be very honest with you, I didn't think I would go to work. I had never seen blue and green water. I'm from the Midwest. In Omaha, we have brown and gray. We don't have <laughs> blue and green. And so when I went to Cal, I said, no, I better go east because I don't think I'd ever get up to go to work. I would just be outside, ooh, and ah. And then Hollywood on top of it? No, I was a little country girl from Omaha. So I opted for the East Coast. Howard changed my life. They opened the door of opportunity. And then some 45 years later, to name the School of Communications in my honor, was like I'm still in awe, to be very honest with you. I mean, I'm like a kid. I go up to the university and I stand there and look in front of the you know, at the sign. I'm standing outside and people come up to me. What an honor, what an honor. Now, where, where, you know?
4: where, where did you get the business mind to, to jump into radio and own radio stations? Because it's something that I don't think people would Ever think of or, <laughs> or thought of, and you had that mind to to own stations and to put brothers and sisters on air to talk about everything from our struggle to just celebrate. What what gave you that business mind?
7: I'm a, a generation um, um, of business entrepreneurs. We still have a school in Mississippi that's 115 years old, founded by my mother's father, called the Pineywood Woods School, Piney Woods, Mississippi, one of the few black boarding schools still open and teaching you know and housing children um so it was expected of me to work for myself plus i'm kind of like the three of you all i work better being in charge (laughs) okay (laughs) i work better determining my own destiny absolutely and so uh i realized early on uh as i looked around you know washington dc has always been such a socially active community because of the you know, nearly, when I moved there, 80% black population. We called it Chocolate City back in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's kind of Neapolitan. There's no longer Chocolate City. But um, I knew that my mouth would get me in trouble, quite frankly, as <laughs> sometimes the three of you all <laughs> okay, get in trouble. <laughs> So I knew early on that it was best that I followed the example of my family. My mother with the International Sweethearts of Rhythm, she was a founding member of this band. My mother was only 16 years old when she ran away from home and joined the band. So I've always had this boldness about standing up for what I believed in. And certainly it's easier to do it when you're the boss.
4: Alright, we have more with Kathy Hughes when we come back, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Kathy Hughes. Now, of course, she's an entrepreneur, radio TV personality, business executive. She founded Radio One, is also known as Urban One. Charlamagne?
3: Ms. Hughes, I want to know how, how do you spot talent? And do you think radio is, is giving, you know, personalities the opportunity to still be personalities?
7: I think that you all reopened that. I was very familiar with all three of you because one of the things that God has really blessed me with is the ability to spot talent. And I, like I said, I was tracked. I remember when you were with Wendy Williams As you know, Wendy Williams, you know, started with me. I remember when uh, you were seriously trying to get people to um, uh, read books, Angela, and still, you know, are doing that. And DJ Envy, I remember when everybody was honored to be, you know, associated uh, with you and the things that you were doing on the turntable. So I've always kept my eye out for budding talent, uh, being able to, to recognize talent in individuals even before it has come into its full fruition uh i i thank god for that ability for that talent i think maybe if i had a you know gone a different path and gone into the music industry that i would have a lot of platinum plaques <laughs> up on my walls
4: absolutely how, how difficult is it for you know owning a, a african american station a black station i always look at and i look at these sponsorships these big companies and i see them spend money with all these other stations all these white stations and country stations and and it seems like they never want to spend it with the black stations. But, and
5: not just stations, but media companies, media, because but, it's not just radio. But we Very, control everything. Newspapers, magazines. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, we yeah. control the let post. Ta- like,
4: h- how did you get around that? Yes.
7: And, and let me tell you a, a, a true story about WBLS in New York. When WBLS was number one in New York City, that made WBLS the number one radio station in the entire United States. When we looked at revenue, they were number 24. Wow. Now, how can you be the number one station? Because they were black, okay? How can you be number one and you don't get the prize? Mm -hmm. Okay, you have to, you're not even top 10. What has happened is the reality is, it's kind of like an example I use when I'm training my sales teams. There are a lot more cars than there are parking spaces. There's a lot more competition, and even now, because everyone is into the black space, everyone is an expert on black culture and Mm -hmm. black people. There's a lot of talk now about corporations spending a lot more money with black-owned media. Well, the reality is, I've heard the conversations, I've participated in some of the meetings. So far, I have not seen it hit our bottom line. (laughs) Because the reality is, whatever you spend with me takes away from another company. Takes away from a majority market company. So those advertising agencies have relationships with their cousin is running X, Y, and Z station, and their son in law is doing this. We don't have that type of network in the advertising community. So consequently, we get crumbs off the table. I mean, General Motors now is talking about going from to 4% and ultimately to 8%. There's a lot of controversy about that because the reality is we buy 11% of their Mm automobiles. So why not we be allowed to get the same percentage in advertising revenue and support? So, you know, I mean, when I first started, inner city broadcasting and BLS, they were the ultimate. I never thought that one day my company, (laughs) Urban One would be Radio One, TV One, Clio Syndication One, Reach Media. I never realized that I would end up filling voids that I didn't even know would exist, which ended up being us being the largest company. That was not by design. That was because we were filling a void because black companies right now as we speak are closing left and right because of lack of support, particularly in the media advertising support and the other thing is it's like something that you all are confronted with how do you build you know listener loyalty how do you build viewer loyalty because you know my class used to always hate to hear me talk about fox i said how many of you love empire everybody's hand went up Mm -hmm. i said how many of you hate fox news everybody's handling us mm. if you realize that the same white folks that run fox news also are the same white folks that make decisions on empire
1: that's right
7: that's reality okay that's reality and i think that when you really understand how hard it is it's been hard for black media to survive black owned media for a very long time and it hasn't gotten any easier
3: no, that's why what you're doing, you know, what you've done and what you continue to do is so, so incredible. I, I, I wanted to ask you, Miss Hughes, did you like how you were portrayed in the Wendy Williams movie?
7: No, because it was inaccurate. Deanna Williams didn't work for me, and that's who she was in the room. I have never, ever once smoked a cigarette inside a facility. I used to be a chain smoker. Thank God I'm almost uh, two decades now off of uh, no cigarettes, but um, no, no. I did not. And it was so interesting because she said, I threw her out like trash. But Wendy Williams just came on Clio television and is doing a promo saying, I'm home. (laughs) Lord have mercy. I'm a little confused. Right. I'm a little confused, Wendy, because I can't tell you how many times I've been so proud of her uh, statements concerning the difference that we made in her life and her career. And then that portrayal. When, you know, I got a clip because I'm sure that the media wanted me to comment and get some, you know, back and forth going, Uh, but I just swallowed, you know, my pride because it was not accurate. It was not accurate at all. That's not how Wendy uh, left uh, our company. I would never have thrown her out. Uh, Wendy was going through some seriously troubled times when she was with me. And uh, I have been so proud of how she's been able to weather the storm and keep going. But the one thing I have to give her credit uh, for, she made my office, my office was a freaking trailer. (laughs) Okay, all right, with the bathroom next to the kitchen. Okay, and she had a spiral staircase coming down. I was like, well, at least that part, I didn't care about the fantasy being wrong, okay? (laughs) But, all right, I was like, yeah, because I was in a freaking trailer. Uh, But it was not an accurate portrayal at at all.
3: I don't like how she betrayed you. I don't like how she betrayed Helen Little. I just think, you know, when you- No, thank you. When you're a black woman, you got to really pay homage to the you know black women that came before you. Black people, period, you know?
7: And and helped you. Like I said, I you know I was at her, fortieth birthday party, and you know uh, her husband stood up and talked about only two people had ever challenged her to make her life better, me and him. And like I said, wow. she's always publicly given me credit. And then when they sent me the clip, I thought the network had done it. And then when I realized that this that Wendy had done that project, but let me say to you, that uh, one of the things that that uh, she understands very much. Is if it bleeds, it leads. That's right. Okay. I and, tell the story. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So, but there's know. nothing you could really
5: do about something like that, right? When you're not portrayed accurately, you just have to deal with it.
7: Well, you know what? I'm a big fan of uh, biographies and um, uh, Aristotle Onassis. I'm sure you've read his book. He said it doesn't matter whether it's good press or bad press. Accurate press or inaccurate press, the most important thing is, did they spell and pronounce your name correctly? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Here I am on The Breakfast Club and you were talking about it. Okay. So a lot of people saw it and, uh, you know, and people who know me know that that's not my personality. And and wait, and there was a cocktail on the table. I was like, oh my God, I don't even drink. What are you (laughs) doing to me? Alright, we have more with Kathy
4: Hughes when we come back, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning everybody. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Kathy Hughes. Now, of course, she founded Radio One. It's also known as Urban One. Charlemagne. Well, let's talk about this DMX interview, Miss Hughes. Yeah, we, we could wanna be make here.
5: sure cause Sunday night's a big night for you.
4: Yeah, we could be talking Uh-oh, to you all day summer. long. And
3: I can't wait till you Thank do your you. own movie or book or something, but
7: Hey, I would be more than willing to sign a contract with you all. The <laughs> Kathy Hughes store produced by the Breakfast Club. Yes. Okay. All right, let's, do let's it. get this paperwork. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so DMX, we pursued for almost five years to do Uncensored. Because Uncensored, you know, is our answer to uh, our, 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 you know, sister program to uh, Unsung. Mm. But the difference being that Uncensored, they get to pick what they want to talk about. They can talk about it as long as they want. So year after year, we asked DMX, and year after year, he told us no. One year, he told us, you bring me a million dollars, and I'll do it probably. We don't have a million dollars to pay you to talk about yourself or not. (laughs) About three weeks before he died, he called us and asked us, were we still interested? Because we had stayed in touch. He had become friends with some of my producers by then, Uh, you know. And uh, we said, you serious? He said, yeah, he gave us three and a half hours. And it was almost, it's so hard for me to watch um, in the editing room. It was as if he knew he was not long for this world. It was as if he felt, you know, sometimes you hear elderly folks say that you can, if you're really in tune with God, that you really do know when your life is coming to an end. and. I think that he knew that he was at the end Wow! because the thing we said. So it's a two part series that we're doing. Um, uh, I wasn't going to miss the opportunity to use it as the lead into Urban One Honors because Urban One Honors is uh, celebrating the accomplishment, not the women themselves, but the accomplishment of six incredible black, seven actually, black women. But part one is Sunday night at 8 and then part two is monday night at 10 and on monday night his mother's gonna come on because he was quite honest about his childhood he was quite honest about his relationship with his mother and uh i think it was vh1 was actually responsible for getting him and his mother reunited Mm -hmm. and reconnected because they had been estranged for a very very long time DMX had this special talent, this special brilliance, where he could call you an MF one minute and praise the Lord in the second breath. Okay, you know he had this spiritual base, this brilliance. Again, who knows what he could have been or would have been if he had not been the victim of an abusive childhood, if he had not grown up on the streets the way he had. So much, Petey Green, okay, he's a modern day version of the Petey Green story. We keep repeating this, uh, particularly with our black males. Our black males have really been the whole issue all along. When you look at uh, going back to Angela's point about you know these corporations, all these corporations are scampering, are scampering now around to uh, hire diversity officers. Ninety percent of the people they're hiring are black females, mm-hmm. so they'd rather deal with the angry black woman than the Scary black man. There's always been this fear of the strength of the black male. And that's no different today. In fact, it's more. I mean, uh, almost 10 minutes, you know, choke the life out of another human being if you don't really see that human being as less than a human being. And black men have been subjected to that since the day they arrived on these shores. Uh, there have been, you know, exceptions. Uh, but they have been far fewer exceptions with our brothers than they have been with our sisters.
5: You know, we did to see so- a, a preview of the DMX, um, interview. And one thing that really did strike me was the teacher, right? He felt like really cared about him and it really showed me how important teachers are. I mean, I always knew that I actually wanted to be a teacher at one point in my life. Um, really. Yes, I, I did some schooling for it and everything. But I was going to say that is so important for teachers to actually really care about their students. And it really struck me to see like the one person he ever felt like really cared about him was one of his teachers, you know, that made him feel like he could really be somebody and just the influence that they can have. on When he didn't have, you know, people in his life, his family, that should have been the ones also.
7: Yep, exactly. And and I think that part of his popularity was that he was not the exception, right. he was the rule, okay? How many how many black males are lost because they don't have a support system growing up, mm-hmm. they're punished once they get to be a certain age. You never they're know what's
5: going on in their home or how they were raised or exactly. anything and why they exactly. might react a certain way in other environments. Exactly. You don't know what somebody's past is or what's going on Absolutely. currently.
7: The, the Probably the most troubling part of the DMI uh, DMX um, uh, for me was the looking in his eyes and it was like he was still alive. It was hard for me to connect, watching him being so truthful, so honest, so forthright and knowing that he was dead. It was as if, you know, and, and I'm so anxious for um, the millions of people who loved him and will always uh, love him. Uh, to make that connect because when you look at him you realize that he's speaking his heart yeah and and he wasn't performing he was telling you what was on his mind in his heart and on his soul and then he was gone it was so you know such a prophecy of his own uh you know indy because like i said we had stopped bothering him we knew that we couldn't afford it. <laughs> like him. it's been five okay. years. We don't have a million <laughs> yeah, right, dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, we didn't ask you for the last time. And uh, uh, inside a um, uh, sidebar, one of our producers thought that it was somebody playing a joke, that it wasn't really All yeah, right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> OK, they're yeah. like, That's not, that DMX is not going to do this. So she called back to verify, and he said, yeah, that was me, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, I know we'll That's be watching right. Sunday, May 16th, right? Is that the date? Yeah, May
7: 16th. Starting at 8 o'clock on Sunday with DMX.
3: I can't wait until you sit down, Miss Hughes, and tell your story long form, because you definitely have a story that needs to be told, and it's very inspirational, and I, and I honestly don't think, I think now is the best time to tell it.
5: It might gotta be like a six part series though. It can't just be <laughs>
3: Hey, she she got enough platforms to run it.
7: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just don't have enough money to finance it. That's the problem. Well we gotta find
3: okay. the money. The Kathy Hughes story gotta be told.
7: That's right. Thank but thank you. Th- I appreciate that very much. My my priority has been though to get my mother's story told. Okay. Because uh Earl Father Hines, you know, one of the great jazz legends said that they were unquestionably the first freedom riders. Okay, they were, the white girls who were in the band had to perform in blackface because they got arrested several times. They escaped, they ran from the police. They, you know, it's an interesting story of of being bold enough to do the things that they did. And they started off as teenagers. When the band uh, disbanded, they were in their early 20s. So, you know, I appreciate people thinking that my life's been interesting enough for there to be, you know, a book or a movie or something about it. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that, that I am a product of the women who went before me and the contributions that they made. Well, both can be true, Miss Hughes. Okay. Well, like I said, maybe we can have a <laughs> breakfast club. Go fund me for the cafe Let's do it. <laughs> okay. And maybe, hey, maybe Wendy Williams will come on board and tell us how to glamorize it and put the <laughs> juice in there. We uh, gotta make it salacious, right know. you know. We got
3: <laughs> Thank you, Miss Hughes. This was a pleasure. I love you
7: guys. Thank, Thank you. you. We you love and you and appreciate you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. You all keep on keeping on, please.
3: We will. Thank you for paving the way.
7: Sunday night. Thank you. All right. Time
2: to wake up. wake up. The
0: it's the world's most dangerous morning show The Breakfast Club
4: Good morning, good morning Let's get to those rumors What <laughs> hell kind of intro what was is that?
3: that? I, I never heard that ever in my life it's I'm like, so what kind of crazy. radio station what are we? What music
4: is this? we are about to do an Jesus award show <laughs> Y'all complain when you don't get nothing new And then you complain when you get something new Make up your but mind But what music is this? Because
8: <laughs> it sound like an <laughs> <award> <laughs> show? That's why Clearly I complain when it this. sucks I didn't it. make it, I'm just saying,
3: you know and so, ladies jo- and gentlemen, Somebody that. put some hard Taylor-
1: you know, to work into this, and you guys are just,
3: you know, ishing on it on the radio. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, I, yes, I am. Because you know why? You that know why? You I they should have ran it by it. us.
4: They should have ran, ran it by us first. Oh, boy. No, <laughs> yeah, that, that was trash. Uh, All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Uh, <laughs> let's talk Meek Millie. <laughs> it's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor
0: Report. Talk,
5: talk.
0: With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
5: Well, finally a rumor, okay? And there are rumors that Meek Mill denied Rick Ross entry to his section during his birthday party at Live. Apparently, according to these rumors, Meek wants to get out of his deal with Rick Ross and MMG. I I highly
3: doubt that Rick Ross would get denied access to any place in Miami. Well, no, not saying that he couldn't
5: come into the club, but to his section. You can definitely deny somebody access into your section.
3: I, I highly doubt that is true. I share promo, but I just had to yeah, share the rumor I just had
5: to share the rumor Because yeah, it was circulating it's, it's on It's on Okay. But I also saw it I think on Media Takeout Because y'all know I still look at that
3: Oh god
5: I do <laughs> Media Takeout has the funniest headlines I'm sorry I do still look By but. the way
3: I agree with you And Rumor Report would really be Rumor Report If we did everything off Media Takeout <laughs> Should Media Takeout sponsor Rumor Report from now Let on Let
5: me see what's the headline today
3: Fred
4: Ooh. what are we doing but I'm sure if Meek wanted to get off of MMM uh, or MMG I mean uh, I'm sure Rick MMM. Ross Rick Ross would allow him to do that if he bought his way out I'm sure well
5: according to this rumor okay go girl he, uh, Rick Ross just wants Meek Mill to fulfill his obligations in the contract and then it's all good yeah that's
4: what I'm saying I mean he yeah, just
3: and by the way Meek can't be in that contract much longer right maybe an album it may like be Meek's been with MMG forever yeah maybe like an album mm-hmm. yeah. I mean I don't know I'm just saying I don't <laughs>
5: know Which is, it would seem like it <laughs> yeah. Now, I see uh, DJ Academics was talking about this a lot as well. But, he, you know, he doesn't say Meek's name at all anymore. I guess they have some issues. All right. Now, here's a real story that Seth Rogen shared with E! News Daily Pop. And he discusses, imagine you see Beyonce and Gwyneth Paltrow, and you want to go say hi, but you can't just walk up to them, right? Here's what he said happened.
0: Yeah, I was at the Grammys and I saw Beyonce with Gwyneth Paltrow, actually, and um, they were together. And I I charged, over, instinct took over, and I was like, I gotta go say hi. And um, yeah, I was hit. So hard by her security guard that I spilled a drink. I was drinking a screwdriver, which is a bad drink. I deserve what I got. But I spilled it uh, all over myself. And then a second later, someone came up to me and was like, uh, You now have to present a Grammy.
3: I wow. absolutely believe that. I if, do there, too. if there's one story this morning about somebody being denied access, I absolutely believe Severo got one, huh? denied access to Beyonce. Yes, I believe Julius hit him right in the chest with you an elbow. You can't audible.
5: just walk up to Beyonce. And- I mean, the
3: privilege.
5: Who do you think you are? <laughs> but if they are at the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. And I'm sure they probably were like backstage because he was getting ready to go give an award or someplace. Hey, man. Where only you got to know your place in the are. ecosystem. Listen, you got to know
3: your place in the ecosystem. You just don't walk up to say hi and say Beyonce. Okay. I walk have, up and say hi to Beyonce.
5: Every time I've been in a location where Beyonce's been there, I've never even attempted to go and approach her because I don't want to get embarrassed Hell like that. Oh no. Ever. Okay? You speak
3: when spoken to.
5: Yeah, it's not happening. I remember what hey. was, um, I was in Philly where they do Made in America and you know how they have like the Duce section and everybody's there, Blue Ivy's running around. I saw Beyonce. It felt like you could go say hi, but I was like, I'm not even going to do it. And
3: I mean, I wouldn't walk past and be rude. I'd be like, oh, what a B. Yeah, of course.
5: But I wasn't going to
3: charge over. Because you don't know somebody might
5: come out of nowhere and knock you to the ground. Okay, (laughs) All right. Now, Ellen DeGeneres, her show is going to be over in 2022. You know, there was a lot of drama going on with people talking about how mean she was and nasty she is. And, you know, she had said to The Hollywood Reporter it was hurtful. And here is her monologue where she's discussing uh, the show's ending.
8: I am announcing that next season, season 19, is going to be my last season. This show has been the greatest experience of my life, and I owe it all to you. Two years ago, I signed a deal for three more years, and I always knew in my heart that season 19 would be my last. You may wonder why I've decided to end after 19 seasons. The truth is, I always trust my instincts. I promise you that we are gonna have a fantastic final season. It will be a season where I truly get to say thank you all. And in other
5: rumors, and according to page six, Tiffany Haddish will be taking over.
4: Hmm. That would be great.
3: Well, I'll say, you know, 19 years doing one thing, uh, you know, that's that's a long time. You can get tired. You know, I know she had all that controversy last year, which probably made her more exhausted. And she's like, you know what? I'm done. I, I respect it. Some people like to drag things along just to get the check. When the passion is gone, when you feel like you aren't being challenged anymore, move on. Well, mm-hmm. that's why
5: 20 years is a big deal. Give it up for DJ Envy and Gia. 20 years together. That's
4: right. 20 years. Yes. She
5: made it to 19, and,
1: and that's that. <laughs> and I, I will 19. say
3: yeah and i mean i mean and, and tiffany would be great you know what i'm saying if she's willing to make that kind of commitment you know what i mean because that's a, that's an everyday commitment i mean she's been filling in for ellen a lot if you've been paying attention so mm-hmm. that would be a great transition if she wants to do it all right she well, had
4: a show i can dig it in the that daytime
5: is your rumor report i'm angela yee
4: all right thank you miss yee
5: Charlemagne.
4: yes Yeah. The to think about your name <laughs>
3: No, I'm waiting for you to finish the statement. Yeah, he and just screamed out hard. his
5: name. Right. You got to keep talking. All right, well, who
3: are you giving a donkey to? <laughs> you guys are kinky <laughs> yeah. this morning, man. No, That's I'm just saying
5: clearly, he just screamed out
3: his <laughs> name. That was that. Yeah, so it's clear who I'm, giving, who, who, who I'm getting a donkey from since <laughs> you're just screaming out my name randomly. <laughs> but uh, Goodness gracious. Uh, we're doubling back on Bob Castlin, okay, a university, former president of the University of South Carolina. I gave him donkey today on Monday, but it's more to the story. All we'll right. talk about it for after the hour. He needs to come to the front of the congregation
4: again. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on in. The Breakfast Club. Your
0: mornings will never be the same.
5: Our Audible pick of the day is Start Here. This new podcast series for Mel Robbins is a great collection of snack-size inspiring motivation. Your first 30 days of Audible Plus are free. Sign up at audible.com slash breakfast club. <laughs>
2: It's time for
0: Donkey of the Day. Donkey
3: of the Day, ask
1: Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey, hee-haw, okay. Donkey of the Day.
3: Breakfast <laughs> Club, bitches.
8: Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years that Donkey of the Day is a new one. <laughs>
3: Well, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, May 13th, goes to former University of South Carolina President Bob Castling. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's because I just gave him Donkey of the Day earlier this week, I think on Monday. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I thank God for discernment. I thank God for the clairvoyance. He has blessed me with the ability to see things for what they are, not as they appear to be. If you notice, I said former University of South Carolina president Bob Castlin. Why is he the former University of South Carolina president if he was just president of the university earlier this week? Well, let's flash back to why he got donkey of the day on Monday. It's because he was giving the commencement speech last weekend and he did this
6: now my honor and privilege to officially congratulate you as the newest alumni from the university of california congratulations it's
3: a pleasure to see that. well not just that okay he got the name of the university wrong okay you can't do that at the graduation commencement ceremony when you are the president of the school but wait, wait, it gets worse that was an egregious offense Okay, come to find out that wasn't even the worst thing he did at the graduation. Not only did he get the name of the school wrong during the commencement speech, but Bob Castlin didn't even use his own words. He
6: lied! Young worship him!
3: Let's go to WIS NBC 10 for the report, please.
6: University
1: of South Carolina President Bob Caslin has announced that he will resign his senior leadership position effective tomorrow, May 13th, bringing his short tenure at the university to an end. Now, all of this amid the fallout over Caslin's commencement speech that happened over the weekend that contained portions of another well-known speech without attribution.
6: Know that
8: life is not fair, and if you're like me, you'll fail often.
1: Well, in the same ceremony, Well, he addressed the graduates as the graduates of the University of California. Kaslan resigned in a letter to students, faculty, and staff. And that letter reads in part, quote, Trust is the most important ingredient of effective leadership, and when it is lost, it is nearly impossible to lead. I believe that is the case right now between the University of South Carolina and its president. Therefore, I have submitted my resignation to the Board of Trustees this evening, end quote.
3: Now, we'll get back to the letter because I want to read some of that in full. But uh, I am a man who knows a thing or two about commencement speeches. Okay, uh, I gave one last week at South Carolina State University. Uh, Also, I was blessed with an honorary doctorate from South Carolina State University and I just felt like saying that. I Just felt like reminding people that I am Dr. Leonard, Uncle Charlotte, or God McKelvey. I am proof that God really does take care of fools. Now, there is a reason I'm telling you that because in a commencement speech or any type of speech, any type of presentation, just simply cite your sources. Give credit to folks when you quote them. Okay, you could have simply said, I read a speech by Navy Seal William McRaven and he said this. It's that simple. In my commencement speech, I quoted Malcolm X. I quoted Dr. Wayne W. Dyer and told the people who I was quoting, I told the students who I was quoting. I also quoted Fredo Bang, okay? Fredo Fredo Bang and Crime Mob, okay? But the difference with Fredo Bang and Crime Mob, if you're into hip-hop, you know those are rap lyrics. You know they are not mine. It's obvious. And I'm not trying to pass them off as my own because that would be plagiarism. Now, this week when I gave Bob Castle and Donkey of the Day, there were people saying, oh, he just made a mistake. Mistakes happen. True. But when you're the president of a university, a leader, there is a certain level of commitment you must have to a school a certain level of trust people have to have in you as a leader. And if you can't even get the name of the school right, then maybe, just maybe, people will question your commitment. People will question your level of passion. People question the love you have for a situation. Maybe you wanna be somewhere else. As I said Monday, do you think things would be the same for you and your significant other if you screamed out someone else's name during sex? Of course not. So this is the same scenario, but when you get accused of plagiarism, just straight up stealing someone else's words, you don't even care about the students enough to come up with your own speech. Bro, we just don't trust you now. And Bob Castlin released a statement. And he said that you heard some of it just now, but I want to read a little bit more in full. Bob Castlin starts the statement off by saying, "I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry, but tonight I'm cleaning out my closet one more time. I said, I'm sorry, mama." I never meant to hurt you, I never meant to make you cry, but tonight I'm cleaning out my closet. Then he goes on to say, if I could turn back time, if I could find a way I'd take back those words that hurt you and you'd stay. Those words sound very familiar. Why do I feel like I've heard those words before? Uh,
4: hmm. Eminem share?
3: Eminem and share. Okay, I made that up, he didn't say that.
4: <laughs> Man, you are a liar and you've always been a liar.
3: His actual apology was, I am sorry to those I have let down. I understand the responsibilities and higher standards of senior level leadership. When those are not met, trust is lost. And when trust is lost, one is unable to lead. That is a bar that so many of us should remember. And I love that he has the self-awareness to understand that because he's absolutely right. When you start to wonder whether you can trust someone or not, that is when you already know you don't. Please give former president of the University of South Carolina, Bob Castlin, the biggest he
1: haw. All
4: right. Yes. Well, thank you for that dog here today.
3: And I also want you to know that uh, that quote um, when you start to wonder whether you can trust someone or not, that is when you already know you don't. Uh, it's not mine, but I don't know whose it is.
5: Okay. All right. <laughs>
3: It, right. was on it was on and google and there was no face it, it was no face attached to it okay and you know they put will smith face on everything but i don't think that's will smith
4: you remember back in the day when we used to work up here and charlemagne used to look up uh, maya angelou quotes you remember that uh yeah but you knew they were maya angelou quotes no you didn't you was no, no you know what never mind let evolved. me ask you a question yes, if you didn't know they were if, if you knew i was looking at maya
3: angelou quotes how you knew i was looking at my angelou quotes because I told you they were my Angela quotes,
4: fool. You told us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you evolved. All right. Now, up next, ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice or advice, 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 call ye right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: What, 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 you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice?
4: Call up now for Ask
0: Yee. Keep the bread.
4: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this?
8: Hi, good morning. My name's Pamela. How are you guys? Hey, Pamela. Less black
4: and highly favored.
8: <laughs> What's your question for <laughs> oh, you, Oh, my God. Mama? I just want to say that I love you guys. I listen to you every morning uh, on my way to work. Thank you, Pamela. What's Thank your question you. this morning? All right. So I need some advice on when to give up on a friendship. Um, I've had a rough year. I lost my dad uh, last
5: year to COVID. And I just lost my mom a month ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. My condolences to you.
8: Thank you very much. Now I have a friend I'm 34 years old. We've literally been friends since we were five. And this person has just checked out. Mm -hmm. You know, people have told me you cannot call someone your best friend until their loyalty has been tested. And I guess I'm just looking at it as if it were another friend of mine going through this situation, I would be at their beck and call. Right. So am I expecting too much? Am I being a pessimist? Am I being negative if I just expect people to fail me? Should I give her another chance? Because she has just not been there at all. No phone calls. Wow. Does not check in. And I mean, I buried both my parents in a year and it's it's something difficult what's
5: her explanation like what what does she say when you do speak to her
8: she does anything and the thing is i don't want to bash her she's unemployed right now so she has time mm-hmm. um i i don't get it because we've been through everything together um breakups and other tragedies and what's more tragic than losing your
5: parents i feel like man i wish we could call her right now and just be, because it feels like you just need somebody that you feel close to to hug you, somebody you could cry in front of and just be vulnerable with. And she should be that person for you. Some people don't deal well with knowing how to talk to other people who are suffering from a loss and they don't know if you want to be left alone. Sometimes they don't know if they could say the right thing. Sometimes they feel like they don't know how they can help or be of service to you. Have you been able to express
8: to her what it is that you need from her as a friend? Oh, yeah, I'm very clear because, again, we've known each other since we were five. I'm, I'm a very open person when it comes to what I expect or what I need from people in my life. And sometimes you just need the company. Yeah. You just need someone to sit there with you. They don't even have to say anything. And I feel like I'm not asking for it so much.
5: Right. Yeah, that sounds very selfish to me. Have y'all had issues before this? I don't want to say issues, but
8: I feel like in certain parts of my life, I feel like she may be a little jealous. And I hate to say that because I don't like to say I have haters because I'm just a regular Especially not your cool. own
5: friends, not your best friend. But I understand exactly what you're going through because sometimes we feel an obligation to be with somebody, to be best friends with somebody because we've known them since we were five. We're used to a certain type of relationship, but sometimes those friendships do end up holding you back. Like, do you find yourself not wanting to say good news to her because, you know, things aren't going well for her and you have to kind of like downplay yourself?
8: Um, Yes. And that's not a... a house and mm-hmm. she was not... You would think that, you know, where I am I did not grow a bridge, my parents struggled, and I'm a, a Latina from Corona Queens, you know, buying a house, that's a big accomplishment. Yes, it is. And when I told her, I thought that out of all people, she would be my biggest cheerleader, and it was not, it was all like, oh, you did, like, great.
7: Yeah,
5: you know, and as much as you may not want to admit it, she may not have the best intentions always. And you know what? Sometimes she sometimes people themselves don't even realize that they're doing it, right? And a lot of times that comes from them being unsatisfied with their own lives and her not feeling great about herself. And then she's taking that out and seeing you do these amazing things and not wanting to applaud you for your accomplishments, but also not wanting to be there for you when you need her the most. And it is true that you can outgrow certain relationship that doesn't mean that y'all aren't going to be cool at all anymore but sometimes those friends are just friends you've had since y'all were five years old you know i hit around her birthday every now and then maybe we see each other but it might just be you need to um think about who is really in your circle who are those people that's really going to be supporting you when you have certain things going on and elevating you to a higher level
8: so i think in the nice
5: way you're basically saying cut the cord I'm not saying you got to cut the cord on somebody, but what I'm saying is you have to realize that friendships evolve and change. And sometimes that's not your best friend just cause y'all known each other for that could have maybe that was your best friend. And now y'all are just friends. You're not in the same place. She's not there for you. Your best friend should be like the first one. She should be sitting with you by your side, helping you with whatever you need, you know, sending you flowers, whatever it is that you need.
8: I agree. It feels good to have someone else there. I just thought I was being a little too demanding,
5: but you're absolutely right. Listen, you can be demanding to your best friend when you've lost and buried both your parents. Thank you
8: very much. I appreciate
5: it. All right. Well, I appreciate you for calling and being able to share that. And I know a lot of people are going through realizations and friendships evolving and changing. So, you know, that's just advice for everybody out there. If Somebody is not there to uplift you. I don't care how long y'all known each other and been friends and they don't seem like they have your best interests then it might be best for you to just realize you're in a different space.
8: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
5: All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. You too.
4: All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: Here's
4: some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? It's Kibibi Smith. What's up, BBB Smith? What's your question for you?
1: Um, I wanted to know if she believes in love at first sight. Okay. Um,
5: I believe that you can feel like you're in love at first sight and have a really strong attraction, but obviously if you don't know somebody.
1: Yeah, so there's a there's a story behind it. I'll make it short. I just came back from vacation and I met this guy. And- oh,
4: island that turned you out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I really like him. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't usually get attached to people. I, that's, it's not what I do. That
4: Mondingo! What island?
1: <laughs> what island?
3: <laughs> and, and we know what island got the biggest. D-
1: what I'll uh, well look well, the Virgin Islands okay yeah, they got it
4: <laughs> and you okay. confirm envy? yo shut uh, up man you
1: said what
4: go ahead mama British
5: Virgin Islands or US Virgin Islands the
1: US the okay US, the US. is on his way St. Thomas St. <laughs> John I was I was in
5: St. Thomas okay um, for my
1: birthday um, on Saturday well I was in five
5: days but damn that's
1: quick alright so what happened i met this guy and we're the same age and i started to get to know him um you know of course i was looking beautiful or whatever of course of course girl there's something about him his energy i'm really good at reading people's energy and you know i don't make mistakes about that i know it's gonna take time to get to know him or whatever because i obviously i was only there for about five or six days but i really really like him and this doesn't happen often okay does he really really like you he likes me but he has a wall up and he told me that like because it's past experiences um so i'm giving him time i want to build i told him i want to build a friendship, but i definitely want him like i saw him straight up did you give him the to... kitty <laughs> i did ah! <laughs>
4: what's his name donovan trevor what's I'm his name not, why not, are you just no, making I'm up not these names on the radio. millions of
1: people what's his this, name this, this, i'm not saying his name but, all right so what um, is it about him
5: that, what is it about him that you love tell me
1: um that he's a humble and kind spirit like he's laid back like i'm i'm more loud and uh i would say crazy but i'm outgoing and mm-hmm. you know so he's like the calm to whatever i have going on but we had conversations i got to know him and he has goals and all that extra stuff and i like that he got I goals don't even take- I don't usually date guys my age. It's rare that I do. I like older guys. So that's why I'm thinking this is a bit
5: different. All right. Well, I want to say a couple things here because I do believe Uh that you can have like a really strong attraction to somebody when you first meet Uh them. Obviously, first it's visual. Then you love the way they smell. Then you love looking in their eyes. Then you have a conversation and you feel like it's perfect. But as we all know, nothing in life is perfect. And you have to love people's imperfections. Also, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it takes time to get to know that part of a person. You also Mm -hmm. don't want him to be scared, right? Because Mm -hmm. if it's not both of y'all who feel like you've fallen deeply in love at first sight and he's a little more cautious and with his guard up and he told you that, you got to be a little bit patient as well. Uh You know, because you have time. So I would say this. Enjoy the feeling because I think there's nothing more fun then when you feel like, man, I love him. I think about him all yeah, the I
1: don't time. don't love
5: him, but. <laughs> you know, but you feel like yeah. that. You feel yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Whether or yeah, not you do. really do is something that you have to grow into, but you feel like you do, right? And yeah. as long as he's reciprocating as far as when you text him, he texts you back, when you call him, you FaceTime.
1: Yeah, we've been we've been calling each other back and forth, and he answers this phone every single time. Right. We text during the day, um, but I, I know I have to give it time. Yeah.
5: Well, enjoy um, it. Is he going to come he- see you? Yeah, I told him I got to get him on a jersey. I'm in Jersey. And girl, (laughs) don't be paying for stuff, all right? I know, I know. Don't you buy his flight. Don't you send him no money. Don't you co-sign nothing? Oh, no, 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 I'm not dumb like that, yeah. I'm just making sure, you never she know. about
4: to, he about to come over here, y'all about to get married, have a baby. No, y'all saw a 90 Day Fiance,
5: you know, don't play, okay? You about to
4: co-sign a Benz for him, a crib, But, woo, but just, listen,
5: you. as long as you're being safe, you know what I mean, yeah. you're using protection, as long yeah. as you're not paying for nothing, co-signing nothing, as long as you don't yeah. feel like there's any type you. of,
4: just, did you, did
5: you use a condom? Mm-hmm. Yes,
4: for you, Sakan. Oh, you took too long to answer.
5: You hesitated.
3: <laughs> I want to know why Envy's so excited about this. It sounds like you got some d- going to islands, and you and she making you oh reminisce about it. Hey, shut up.
5: <laughs> all right, but listen, that's all. That's all I could say. It's just be safe, uh-huh. take your time. You ain't got to do nothing overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just spend some yeah. actual time together when you can and enjoy it. Okay, thank you so much, you
1: guys, for your advice.
5: All well, you for your advice. Okay. Have a birthday. Not you, All Abby. Right. <laughs> All right, buddy. Bye. bye.
4: <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got rumors on the way?
5: All right. Snoop Dogg, he said he is doing a series about his life. We'll give you some more information.
4: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout out to Yee. She gave me one of her Drink Fresh Juice uh, beet and Ginger Aids. Yes, beet Ginger Oh, egg. I
3: had one yesterday. I'm going to tell you something. Um, I'm a very regular bowel mover. Y'all know me. <laughs> 830 every morning, I go to move my bowel. So mm-hmm. I did that yesterday. And then um, I drank the, what's the green one called, Yee? The
5: Daily Green Glow.
3: I had the daily green glow, and I'm talking about around 9, 15, The stomach <laughs> started again. talking again, but I felt like really like because I've had colonics before, so that's how it felt. It felt like oh
5: shoot. Well, it's great I'm for your digestive up. system
4: and for your kids. Well,
3: I could. And- it, hey, it hit me hard yesterday. I felt it. Girl, what was his name
4: again? <laughs> All right, let's get to the rumors.
3: You got to stop. stop this, bro. You got to stop. You were the one blowing me You're kisses
5: earlier.
4: You you were blowing me kisses earlier.
3: You married. Do
5: you do you guys mind if I do rumors? Go ahead.
0: Crazy! I'm <laughs> crazy. <laughs> this
3: is the Weird. real report of the on the Breakfast Club. I think sometimes he sees gear, but it says gay. He don't know what he wants.
4: What is wrong with you, man?
5: Leonard, Rashawn, enough. All right. Okay, this everybody sit great. down. Get off
3: each other.
4: He said it was gay. So Goodness gracious.
5: All right, DJ Khaled. People are upset at him for posting a twerk video. You know that?
4: He was twerking?
3: I would be upset, too. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, I, see Khaled, if I see Khaled twerking, yeah. I'm fl- flagging him
4: as spam. I'm, yeah, I'm spamming him, too. I'm blocking well, him. Well, not, not him, be twerking. him
5: twerking it's women in bikinis oh, mm. on a yacht and it's all because it's Ramadan and so I saw I'm reading some of these what does that posts. mean
4: but it's because is oh, Ramadan you supposed God. to post does Khaled look like he fast
3: <laughs> nothing <laughs> about Khaled looks like he fast cut it out
5: anyway you're not supposed to uh they recommend that men and women both dress conservatively nothing tight or revealing like the bikinis the women were wearing who were twerking in the Khaled video
4: Khaled be having his shirt off so that, that doesn't stand with him <laughs> All day long. Yeah, he he, he loves going topless.
5: You know what's interesting? My dad actually (laughs) sent me that story this morning. Really? I don't know
4: why. What's up, Papa Yee?
5: Yeah. All right. Now, Snoop Dogg said he's developing an anthology series about his life. If y'all recall, we asked him about that on The Breakfast Club. Is there plans for you to tell a lot of those untold stories at some point?
6: Yeah, yeah. What a Snoop Dogg life story.
3: Mm -hmm. The
6: biopic. Yeah, from Vietnam to death row. Definitely gonna tell that. That's what
3: it's gonna be called? Mm Mm-hmm. Why why from Vietnam to death row?
6: Because my father was in Vietnam in
4: 1968, and he actually made it out of there. And I was born in 1971. I'm worried about the Snoop Dogg life story because there's too many versions that's been out there that's Mm -hmm. been like almost right, close Mm -hmm. to it. It's time for somebody to tell the story from the perspective of the eyes of the inside.
5: All right, well, in a recent interview with Yahoo Entertainment, he is talking about this again. It looks like it's coming soon.
4: I think what makes the most sense to me is the Snoop Dogg anthology the life story of Snoop Dogg where it starts with my mother and father meeting each other before I was even born to me being born to me going through the 70s and the 80s and the 90s.
6: We're developing that. I don't see it being a biopic because I can't get off all of this great information and entertainment in two hours. But if I give it to you in an anthology, you'd be able to get six
4: or seven seasons of it. All right. I would I, definitely
5: be too for that. that. Yeah. Me too. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. All right, 100%.
5: and Tank says that he is going completely deaf in one of his ears. Uh, that's a really awful situation, and here's what he had to say about it on Instagram.
0: So I'm going through something right now, and I want to use my situation to encourage your situation. I'm going completely deaf in my right ear, and I'm kind of losing sound in my left. I'm dizzy, can't walk a straight line. All of this out of nowhere, don't know how or why. Um seen the doctors, got MRI and all that good stuff going on. Medication, You know, all of that. But it still hasn't given me a reason to give up.
5: He said he's going to document the process as he's trying to figure all of this out.
0: Wow. All
5: right. Now, this morning, you know, J. Cole's freestyle on the L.A. Leakers was making the rounds yesterday as we get ready for his album to come out tomorrow, the offseason. He is definitely applying pressure right now. The documentary is out if you haven't had a chance to see that. So here is another part of the J. Cole freestyle over 93 till infinity.
2: Cold world, don't mistaken for a sinus infection. At this point, I'm just flexing. Boss is next in line, and the test is time. Play the game right in here, he gon' rest his mom. In the sands of Sudan, where she rest her mind. And find peace, cause the sun'll be fine. He got the city on his back, and I got him on mine. You cool. think I'm lying? Sh-ish. step one, got the villa on map. This shit I predicted in my raps, so I and did all that. Yeah. Next, please. Eat rappers, mm, check, please. Here's a tip, watch it, encrypt my testes. You wanna shoot? Then shoot, don't play with me. This shit out the South since slavery.
5: And then here he is. Here's the part over still tipping.
2: Woke up this morning and wanna hate Bitch, I get fresh as shit. I keep it humble. My closet like Dover Street used to be bumming some days. I'm still bumming the differences. Uh-huh. Now it's by choice. Got just to peek out the window, these little niggas different. They don't play Nintendo, they play with extenders. I hope you can limbo that chopper going will spin you around like a judge on a voice. I'm from a city with motions. that can never get lucky enough to see something outside county limits, I ran up the digits. I don't have no bigger business, Complain uh-huh. about nothing. Ain't got no time and no patience for lists. They be making a who they debating is better. Let's face it, he wanted the greatest. No bill Cosby be But if niggas is sleeping if fuck. most don't understand me. I don't do the grammys. i be right. in my jammies.
0: Woo, okay. why, don't we,
3: why don't we just Why don't we just play the whole freestyle Like we're a radio station. It's really long. Oh uh, yeah, we should. Ambi in the
5: mix. Yeah, I
3: gotta clean LA up. La leakers. He's gotta clean up. La They're a radio show. I just feel like we should be playing the whole thing. Like why are we playing pieces?
5: Uh, well, in the rumor report, you know, I just want to make sure we talk about it. And also congratulations to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2021 inductees. Some of the people that are included in this class include Tina Turner, Jay-Z, the Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's, Carol King. Those are just some of the people. Now, some people who have been nominated but did not get inducted this year. Mary J. Blige.
4: That's crazy. I know. Shaka Khan,
5: Fela Kuti, That's crazy. LL Cool J. Crazy! Rage Against the Machine, Dionne Warwick. Crazy. Yes. And that I thought is, LL got in. And that is your rumor. He's been nominated six times.
4: Come on, man. You no, got to put I, LL in, I, I, thought, I thought I
3: read yesterday LL didn't get in. No, I yeah, he been got nominated
5: in. six times without success.
3: No, I, I thought, swear I saw LL Cool J get in yesterday. I don't and, see it on,
5: and, and Clarence Avon. I don't see it on this list. Did he? You sure? Are we wrong? I'm, you know, I, this is according to NBC. I'm not...
4: That says Maybe Jay-Z, not, the go-goes, LL Cool J set to be a No, yeah, LL, like yeah LL, LL, cool LL Cool J celebrates finally being a doctor. Go it. do that to LL's Queens. In. Oh, it says
2: Brooklyn, right URSA, here. You would say something else. Because okay, Queens, I'm sorry.
3: LL is in.
4: He was nominated six times. He's finally been invited. shout out to Tom oh, Smith. Finally, and I'm cool sorry. in. Don't disrespect the brother from Queens. And, 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 Look, I'm and, looking and right
5: here. Don't say nothing no about it. Jamaica, no out to Jamaica Queens. All I right, but congratulations to LL Cool J. I am so sorry. Unfortunately,
4: that's
3: right. Right here it says and that they
5: were nominated no but not inducted. L? I'm a. I apologize. You ain't got no love for this Queens. This report from NBC was wrong. He did make it in.
3: And, right. and salute the and salute the North Carolina native Clarence Avant, the Black Godfather. The Black Godfather uh, got into the Rock and
4: Roll Hall of Fame as well. They disrespected Mary. But, but I don't, I don't, I
3: don't even like that it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why it should just be the Music Hall of Fame? All right. Like who cares? Because Mary right. should be in there. Absolutely. And if you not if Mary, if Mary J. Blige ain't in your Hall of Fame, it's not really a Hall of Fame. I agree. To be honest with you. All yeah.
4: right. All right. Well, Revolt will we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, let's get to the mix.
3: Let's go.
0: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
4: What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. Remy Martin wants to give you the experience of a lifetime to see Usher live at his Las Vegas residency. Now through May 16th, visit winwithradio.com Remy to enter and get rules. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. I just want to tell you guys, love is in the air. Uh, today is my twentieth year anniversary. Married to my wife twenty years, been together twenty six years. I've been posting pictures of my wedding all day long. She ain't posting nothing of you. No, she ain't post uh, she,
7: <laughs> no, just, just take kidding. the kids to um, <laughs> school.
4: And just because it's not on Instagram doesn't mean it's true uh, or not true. Oh, that, that is that is that is
3: very true. Let me see I wish people I wish something. more people understood that.
4: Yes, but um, and also is she still uh grieving the loss of her mom so when she wants to do- I was going to say that but
3: I didn't want to say that cuz I felt like I might have been talking out of turn but that's what I was thinking yeah. I'm like I mean, she just she, lose her mom yeah she did
4: just Well lose congratulations
5: her. you guys 20 years.
4: Yeah 20 years so I'm posting all types of pictures of uh the wedding uh, I was a, a great wedding I wish I would known you guys then cuz I would have invited you but since I didn't I didn't invite you guys. I probably would have invited uh, you uh, anyway.
3: I also I want to I want to I want to salute uh, Tamika Mallory uh, her book State of Emergency is available everywhere you buy books now. It's available in all formats, audio, ebook, hardcover. It's the first release off my book imprint, Black Privilege Publishing. Thank you to everybody who's supporting to me Literary Debut It's really a how-to guide on how to navigate through this white supremacist system. And it's a pleasure to assist my friend in telling her story. There is there's nothing I wanna do at this point in my life that's self-serving. If the ventures I'm doing can't benefit more than just me, they aren't big enough.
4: And you want it big. All right. Envy, That's right. Your clothes were
5: big. Since you're talking about big, I'm looking at these throwback pictures from your wedding. Yeah,
4: they look pretty bad.
5: Yo, you have sweatpants with like a size. Well, that was '85.
4: That was definitely not '85. You ass, but yes, okay. at least '95. Definitely not. You 95, You look like you years, ain't too you proud asked.
5: to beg right here. What well, yeah, year was I it? You said 20
4: years. '99,
3: 2000. 2001. I told you that was your name yesterday. Didn't I tell you that you was 992000 butt effer? Yeah, that, that used to be your AOL name. <laughs> Yo,
4: shut <laughs> up. Your... <laughs> Didn't I tell you that? I hate you. All right, when we come back, positive Hey, note.
3: salute to Carolina Bermudez, too. Carolina texted me this morning to talk about good morning, butt effort 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot what she was talking about. I was like, why
4: would she? <laughs> what you heard? What you heard? All right, when we come back, positive notice. the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Even if- morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. And shout to Kathy Hughes for joining us this morning.
3: Salute to the OG Kathy Hughes, man. Man, you talking about somebody that's been mining they black-owned business for years? <laughs> that, that is that is absolutely Kathy Hughes, man. Salute to her. She's an inspiration on so many different levels. And somebody needs to tell Kathy's story. What Kathy waiting on to tell her story? I'm sure she's planning to do it. Yeah, I'm sure she is too. I like the fact that like all of these people are old enough and have the resources enough to tell their stories because like they can document their moments in time. Like don't wait until you go and have somebody tell your story for you.
4: Charlemagne, well, you got a positive note
3: i do man i actually um i actually posted this last night on my instagram it is mental health awareness month so i think this is a very 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 good positive note for mental health awareness month uh be with someone that's good for your mental health someone who brings you inner peace someone who challenges your bad habits but supports your process of change personally and professionally that's what you need in your life breakfast club bitches you all finished or y'all done